Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. September 27, 2023, and welcome to another edition of Main Menu. We were just sitting here wondering when the last one was, and I think it was back in 1998. Uh, So we're happy to be back here again. We've got uh, Jeff Bishop is with us, and Marty Sobo, and Michael Babcock, and who else? Uh, Larry's with us. Did anybody else come in while I... Yeah, we're doing Taylor this? here too. Taylor's Taylor just here. came in. Yeah. All right, good, yeah, good, good. She's here too. Well, welcome cool. to all, and we have a good two-hour program. Not a great, but a good two-hour program. You could make it better if you ask some good questions, and uh, you're welcome to do that at various points in the show. We'll tell you when. We'll point at you, so just be also, ready for that. We have Bell Collins doing Clubhouse for us, mm-hmm. and Marianne is our hand raiser. Uh, she's doing double duty. I saw her last night at Tuesday Topics, and she's back for more punishment tonight. <laughs> sure am. Can't get enough of us, huh, Marianne? <laughs> that's right. That's, all right. Well, that's good. My best so, friend when I was growing up was named Marianne. It's a good name. Ah, that's right. I like, Absolutely. I remember the Professor Anne, Marianne. That's, and that's, Ginger. That's right. <laughs> yeah. she, that's right. And Mrs. Howell. It yes. all came about because of a three-hour tour. Mm-hmm. That's, we were talking about Gilligan's Island at work yesterday, actually. <laughs> kind of funny about that. But very interesting. So notice how we get into other tangents without even really trying. Not at all. Trying. So, so, so let's see. Let's catch everybody up okay. on what's been going on. So, so I moved from the state of Washington. And the reason why we didn't have shows in... Uh, you know, May and June was because uh, I had no computer to to do any shows with. <laughs> it took us a while to pack up everything, and eight thousand dollars later, we we moved ourselves back to Arizona, and I'm back in my house with my beautiful, absolutely. You can probably hear the echo in here. It's all tile in here and everything, which is I don't know, not very conducive for broadcasting, probably, but whatever, no, it works. There's no um, echo. No, there's no, no, no yeah, you're good, Jeff. Wow, okay. It's, it's okay. a can- cancellation from Zoom. It's taking That's good. Out. That's good. So <clears throat> I, have a, I have this really, really cool sand, stand sit desk, you know, one of these uh, or sit stand desks. And it's, uh, let's see, what is it? 75 by 81 inches. It's in, it's in an L-shaped, uh, L-shaped configuration. And just to sort of give a picture of, of what else is in the room here, uh, Except for the closet that's over to the left here, the entire room is filled with either tables or filing cabinets with printers on top of them or other shelving. And uh, yeah, so the only thing left to actually get going is the mixer. And we're, uh, we'll be, I hope, attempting to get that done this weekend. But we will see. It, it seems that when we got back, we had all this work to do on the house, and you know, unpacking and and oh, and, and starting another job, and all of that. So it's been it's been rather fun. Uh, listen, I wanted to give everyone some updates as to what's going to be happening in October. Uh, 
In October, we're going to hear from Ryan Jones in the first hour, and he may spill over a bit into the to the second hour, potentially, because that is about the time, right, John and Larry, that we see the Jaws for Windows 2024 release. Is that Within right? The, uh, but maybe a week or so later, at the very end of October, right. is traditionally when it begins to right. release. And the second right. beta so came out right. today, for those who That's correct. Catch and that, and so. maybe we can talk about that. Uh, there's, there's some really, really cool features uh, do you guys want to talk about? Uh, why don't we hand it over to you, John? Maybe you can give us some yeah. highlights as to what, if people have not gone up and read it on the website, what's new and what's happening in t- Jaws twenty twenty four. Well, they've 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 made some additions to Face View, and Face View really, for some of you who may remember the the app that came out last year, uh, where you could literally set sit in front of your computer and the camera would tell you whether you were facing it directly that app came out last year hasn't been updated since and so freedom scientific took it a step further at the suggestion of jonathan mosen and have built a lot of different things into that particular application it literally tells you whether you're in front of the camera it tells you uh you know, it gets very specific in that regard. And there are a number of things you can do. They've added a few things since beta number one. So uh, it's it's a terrific way to find out whether in a, in a Zoom meeting, whether you're in front of the camera. And it, it gives you, uh, with the help of PictureSmart, an idea of what's behind you, whether there are some things that should be hidden rather than being seen on camera. It even tells you, turn your head to the right just a little bit. It also turn tells you to turn to your camera light. off because you shouldn't be seen on camera. Right? That's that, very true. That, that, I, I know some of us are better for radio than they are to be seen. My, I turned mine on a, and there's actually mine turn. I turned mine on and it said, "You're really ugly." So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, with the echo and everything. Oh gosh, I yeah. Like <laughs> See, <laughs> I have my mixer hooked up. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. Well, so does Facebook apparently. <laughs> <laughs> very very good that's very funny and then there's a braille split view feature Ma- yep. michael do you know much about this michael babcock have you read about this i do not so basically this is, allows you to to treat your braille display as basically two braille displays so you can mm-hmm. section half of the braille display for one thing and then you can monitor an entirely different area or an entirely different app in a different uh, part of the display at the same time. So you could, in principle, be reading uh, a PowerPoint deck and also looking at your speaker notes at the same time. Oh, my gosh. You mean like what sighted people do? Yeah, Imagine they take that. it for granted. Isn't yeah. that cool? Isn't yeah. that great? Though? I mean, th- I, I, mu- I must say, uh, there has been uh, some just amazing innovations in screen reading stuff in this release yeah no yeah Uh, which is spectacular so if you're uh courageous and really the public betas are pretty stable right oh yeah they they are now they are now these days they They, they would not release them if they weren't we should mention by the way that the split braille is it it will work with all all uh, braille displays well not all of them yet because they're still working some of the kinks out, but for most of the yeah, some Rell of the displays, drivers, they do right? work, yeah. Or something. They but will that's eventually. The plan. Yeah. That's the plan. Eventually, right. yeah. I think they're working with some of the manufacturers mm-hmm. and stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, we can ask Ryan. He will know all things as it relates to that because, of course, he's in charge of all of it. So yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll pick his brain. And then uh, we have something special that we're trying to get rounded together for the second hour. And don't want to announce this quite yet because we want no. to... 
we want to be sneaky about it, uh, but we're going to need your help. So stay tuned to the media announce list. Stay tuned to ACB Conversations and in other places. We'll get the word out and we'll get it out on community and try to get them to put something in the you know, daily email that goes out to alert people to this. But uh, we, we have someone very special in the community who, um, who has done a lot in the area of podcasting and technology who um, we, we miss hearing from. And that's all I'll say right now. But uh, it's a voice that many of you would have heard on, on ACB radio, uh, not in ACB media land. I don't think ACB media no. existed at the time. No. But uh, and many of you will will know his voice. He's got a very very unique voice. We want to do something very very special for him. So we we will uh, we'll be disclosing that here in the next couple of weeks because we're going to need your help to call in and uh, talk with this person, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll fill you in more. But stay tuned. It's it's going to be a love fest in the second hour of the show and it's uh it's one of these situations where when someone has had this much influence in the blindness community we need to we need to do what we can to help them yeah um both physically and mentally and in every way that we can to make them better now that is a great tease yeah so it really is so stay tuned you can guess all you want, but we will not tell. <laughs> well, okay, so, stop it. Maybe. Stop it. No, okay, all right, all right. No, we will not tell. <laughs> all right, okay. And we will, we will turn your microphone off, John. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right, guys, on the panel. So, Michael and, and Tay and Marty and Larry and, and John, we have, we have two... Well, three areas of focus, and and uh, I announced them in an order, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we can, can you know, we want to do them in that order. Uh, and I thought we would take questions after each segment that we actually review what is new. Do we want to do the thing that has not been covered anywhere first, or do we want to, which I think maybe we want to do, yeah. but maybe not, uh, or do we want to do the Amazon slash iOS slash Mac slash uh, iPhone hardware things first. Mm, do the, do thing, that do the thing that's not anywhere. covered first. You want to yeah. do that one first. Yep. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Well, so t- yesterday was yesterday, right? Oh, the week is a blur this, this week. Yeah, it's it was coming. yesterday, Jeff. You're kind of crazy. Oh, uh, well, before we get there, so uh, as many of you may have uh, known in the past, I, you, I worked at Microsoft. I no longer work at the company. We won't go into any of that, but I will, to be rest assured, I, I left on my own accord uh, to return home to my family and be closer to them and uh, to, to get back to, uh, to a, a little bit slower pace in reference to just work-life balance. And uh, so I just want to make sure people understand that because I don't, I, you know, we want to make sure that that's really clear. Uh, but. Uh, Microsoft yesterday released the what are they calling this thing? Because there's very, very it's very confusing, right, Michael? I mean, there's there's 
first they announced it as the Windows 2023 H2 update. Yep. And and then they then they stopped calling it that. Remember does anyone know about did, did you guys see that in the in the blog posts and things? They didn't talk I did, about, yes. They didn't yeah. talk about that that way anymore. Now it is the Windows 2022 H2 September update or something. I don't know. I don't know what they're calling this thing. But it's a big update. <laughs> yeah. And and it's got it's got all kinds of interesting um changes in it. And I thought what we would do is we would go through and talk about some of them. We're obviously not going to cover all of them, all of them. And then we'll open it up uh, for questions. And obviously the panel can jump in and ask questions and, and, and of course interact and, you know, provide feedback and blah, 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 all those things. Okay. Anyone have any comments before we dive in here? I'm going to have to share my screen and let's hope that the uh, zoom gods behave themselves and allow me to, uh, you know, play sound and all that, but before we do so, that, Jeff. <laughs> yes, no kidding. Uh, Marty or, or Michael or, or Tay, do you have any thoughts at the moment first? This is Michael real quick. My only comments are I'm super excited to hear this because unfortunately as a parallels user on the Mac, I am not getting this update no matter what I try. Really? So, uh, super excited for it. And why aren't I, you getting that? Yeah, First well, of all, why? Yeah. Why is that thing? Why is that I a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's because it's ARM based Windows and if that makes a difference. I don't I don't Probably. think it would. But uh, when I go to parallels and I go into Windows and I do check for updates. I have no options available. Oh. I did try to download the Windows Media Creation Tool, and uh, it did not create a compatible ISO for uh, the Parallels oh. to install. I'll, I'll tell you what. I will show you. We will do that first, Michael, so that maybe you might be able to unlock the keys of the kingdom and okay. get access. Okay? okay? So let me share my screen here, maybe. The only comment I was going to make is the naming scheme. I mean, you would think that they can come up with something a little bit easier for people. I, I don't know where they come I don't up know. with crazy I, 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 Yeah, I don't know. I, totally I, don't, I, I don't really know. In November, they're going to start calling it, or, well, I don't, I don't even know the timing, to be honest with you. I, I, I'm not guessing on timing anymore because I, <laughs> I don't have any knowledge. You know what's interesting when you leave Microsoft just to just to show you how how uh, quickly things move in these technology companies, and I bet you it's true at Apple and Google and Amazon and all of them that if you leave a company for you know what three months or something, that's like a year or two years mm -hmm. in any other company. So who knows? I have no clue what you know, and I really don't. So okay, so um. Share screen. Okay, I am now sharing. I, I hope there's nothing showing on my screen that people shouldn't see. That's all right. I don't care. I don't, don't ask us. Don't I don't think. I don't think there is. So I think we're good. Do we have we, uh, speech? You, you guys, yes, we do. We do, but it's it's pretty quick. It's pretty. Yeah, it's it's still pretty quick. quick. Yeah. It's at fifty percent. How how slow do you want it? Slower. Really? Really? That sounds faster than fifty percent. Is that really too slow? Too fast? It's not too fast for me, but yeah, it's fast for a lot of people. Synthesizer language. Speak sample button. I just call sample button. All content. Read full ninety-five. Forty-five percent. How's that, Larry? Forty-five. You want better? Yeah, make it forty. Forty-one percent. That sounds a lot better. That's probably fine. We're at forty now. All right. Okay. Stop share left parallel. So uh first of all, Michael, for, for your benefit and anyone else's benefit here, to 
get this update, you need to do uh, a couple of things. First of all, for 99.9% of you, meaning almost everyone, um, you really should just wait for this to come to your device. Yeah. Uh, you will get this uh, in the second week of October, unless you go seeking for it. And we'll show you how to seek in just a minute. Uh, and that assumes that your device is capable of running this release. If you're running Windows 11, you shouldn't have a problem. If you're on Windows 10 and you have not yet upgraded to Windows 11, well, no, hold on. If, if your device hardware is capable, then I think you still can't upgrade. I think they'll let, they'll let you, I think they'll let you do that. I think, um, okay. To, to seek, in other words, to go out and try to get this early, uh, you need to go into windows settings. So you'll press the letter, uh, or the keys, windows, the windows key and the letter I. I. Settings, choose a voice language, narrator, oh, I need to hold on. Let me Hold close this. Stop we'll, 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 we'll get to there in a minute. I already had settings open, so let me start over. Settings. So we're in the we're in the search field of settings, and I'm going to hit the tab key. Home one of twelve. And now we're at home, and end. Windows update. I'm going to press the end key, and that's going to take me down to Windows update. And I'm going to press enter. Enter Windows update. Windows update. You apostrophe re update. Last check colon today comma four colon one nine p.m. Really? Oh, last checked at 4.19. Okay. I thought, it's not 4.19. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now I'm going to hit the tab. Yes, exactly. Now I'm going to hit the tab key. Windows update button, one to one. And I'm on a Windows update button. Check for updates button. And I'm pressing tab, by the way. And now I'm going to check update button. And this is the next thing that you're going to hear is what you want to check for. Now, Michael, in your case, since you're running on ARM, it could be that this is not yet available for ARM, but, but this is where you're going to want to try it and then see if it solves it for you you're going to hit the tab key more options be among the first to get the latest non-dash security updates comma fixes comma and improvements as they roll out dot link okay and you want to um get the latest updates as soon as they apostrophe reavailable button on just tab once more and that will say off so if it will say the, get the latest updates as soon as they apostrophe reavailable button on get the latest updates as soon as they're available by default that remains off what this basically means is that we'll get it to you when we can, when your device is ready. Uh, but if you really are impatient, then toggle this switch on, then go back twice check for updates button. and execute the check for updates button, and you will be off and running as far as whether or not it will be available to you. Now, do keep in mind that when you do this, it may not be instantaneous because what ends up happening is Microsoft gets alerted to the fact that you've toggled this on. And so there's a little bit of handshaking that goes on between the server and the local client. And so, it, you know, don't be surprised if you do a check for update and it tells you you're up to date. But if you do it again 10 minutes later, that it finds an update. Don't be surprised by that. Uh, any questions on that? Any, anybody? No, sounds pretty straightforward. All right, yeah, great. Well, let's talk about... one update about... pending install now, so thank you, Jeff. Okay, very good. Don't, don't reboot, Michael, during this. <laughs> I can reboot Parallels. I'm on Zoom on the Mac, so I can Okay, do all right, all right. Okay. Very, very, very good. Okay. Now, my Mac at work, my Mac at uh, the office, which is an M2 16-gig Mac, yay, fun times, uh, 
they will not let me upgrade it to the newest Mac OS yet. So I have to wait. I, I, I am on, I am not allowed to go there yet, apparently. <laughs> okay, let's talk about what's new in Narrator. And there's two things that we want to talk about here. And this is going to um, require me to do some a little bit of, a, of shenanigans to, 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 I'm not going to turn JAWS off when I'm doing this, but I will put uh, speech mode off when we get there. But there's two things that we should discuss. If you press uh, Control Win N, Control Windows go N settings. into narrator no. settings, and there are all new natural voices. Now, remember that we had Guy, Jenny, and Aria. Those are the three, uh, you know, U.S. English voices that shipped what last year in Windows, and now we have eight new languages available for those people around the world that are interested in such things. Uh, not to mention with the fact that we also have some new voices for English as well, including some, I'll, I'll let you hear them actually in just a minute. But I want to show you this new this new experience. So I'm going to tab. Show all keyboard shortcuts for narrator. Keyboard um, shortcuts for uh, narrator. Narrator button off. Here we go. Keyboard, complete guide to narrator. Open button. Narrator apostrophe S yes, voice. Choose a voice. Choose a voice combo box. Microsoft. We're going to go to the add natural voices button. Show all settings button collapsed. Add natural voices. Add button. And this is where it gets to be new. So I'm going to press spacebar on add. Space. No new natural voices available dialog. Choose a different language link. Now we have a link here that allows you to choose a specific language. But before we get there, I'll tab into the list of voices. Um, uh, let's see. Actually, let me back up here. I'm going to turn JAWS off. Space. Speech on demand. I need to slow down. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right. So I'm going to turn narrator on. No new natural voices available window link. Choose a different language. Choose narrator natural voice to download and install. English. So anybody can anybody guess what kind of English voice that is? Sounds and, Indian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we have a number of new English voices. So we have, uh, if I've got my hands on Niza. The, there's another Indian voice. We have some... David. Um, Ryan. We have a Ryan UK English voice. Cancel button. Link, choose a different language. See? So... I actually like that voice. It's kind of cool, actually. I like it. There's also Sonia, Sonia, which is also a UK UK English voice. Aria, and then of course we have Aria, Guy, Guy, Jenny, and Jenny. Those are the other three English voices that we have. Now I'm not going to download all of these other languages, but I'll show them to you. Can't if, link. Choose a different language. If I press Enter here, you can look at the list of languages that are available. Choose a voice language window, search, edit. And now you can, you know, eventually there will be more, more than likely. That's my, that's my guess anyway. Uh, and you, there's a search field here. So you could type in, you know, the first couple letters of a language, and then it would filter that for you if you wanted to. And then if I hit the tab key. Chinese, one of eight. Scan. So there's Chinese. English, two of eight. English. French, three of eight. French. German, four of eight. German. Japanese, five of eight. Japanese. Korean, six Korean. of eight. Portuguese, seven of eight. Portuguese. Spanish, eight of eight. And Spanish. So those are the voices that are um, available in the different languages. Screen sharing meeting control. Now, <clears throat> I want to show you one other thing. 
in narrator settings. And this is uh, something that I'm really proud of. It was one of the and features that we window. worked on at Scan. Microsoft when I was there uh, really, really hard on. And this was bringing the concept Privacy. of narrator extensions to narrator. And this was basically to allow narrator to enhance the capabilities of Microsoft-based applications such as Outlook and, in this case, Excel. So I'm in narrator settings, and I'll show you the UI here and what the defaults are. And I'll describe to you exactly how this works. And if you especially want to go play with this in Excel, you know, uh, it would be great for you to do that. And then if you wanted to, you could use the feedback hub, which is the Windows key plus letter F and provide the team feedback if you wanted to, uh, to do that. So I'm uh, in narrator settings and I've moved back a few uh, shift tabs here. Automatically send diagnostic and performance data. Toggle switch off. Restart narrator after turning. And Get image I'm sync settings. Enable narrator. Here. Enable narrator extensions. Toggle switch on. Extensions customize the narrator experience in some apps. There we go. So by default, narrator extensions are enabled. And you can tab here. Show all settings button collapsed. There's a show all settings button. This is very common in windows 11 settings if i press the space bar on it show all settings button expanded and then if i tab find and download new extensions on narrator startup checkbox checked great so this is exactly what i wanted to tell you so on startup of narrator it goes out and it looks to see what extensions are available and will automatically download them and if you listen carefully when you uh are are you know, starting narrator and you let it sit for a minute, you you may hear the store announce to you that it has downloaded a specific uh or or the or you know a specific package in this case for Outlook and Excel. Related links group link learn more about narrator extensions. And then you can learn more about narrator extensions. So if you've ever tried Excel with Narrator in the past, you would have known that it was really verbose and it was difficult to, to, to navigate around because it was giving so much information at, at once. Uh, it's now a really, really clean and great user experience. It even supports tables and, and really highly customized uh, spreadsheet layouts. And it's, it's, it's very, very, very robust. You can learn all about this in the Narrator User Guide, which is found at aka.ms slash narrator guide, aka.ms slash narrator guide. All of that is now available up on the website, and you can go read all about this and more about the changes that are in this new release of Windows. So there are other changes that relate to accessibility. There's a bunch of voice access changes and, and enhancements and capabilities there. Um, and, uh, and I'm sure there's more that I'm not, that I'm probably forgetting at the moment. So th that's, uh, that's what's new on the, on the narrator and an accessibility front. Any, any questions on that? All right. Well, I guess we should get to the elephant in the room, shall we? Is that probably what we should do? <laughs> Exiting narrator. Because many of you have not seen this. I think there's only maybe two people in, in the room here who have who have experienced this. Taylor, you've tried uh, Windows. Uh, 
what are they calling it? Copilot for Windows? Copilot, yeah. Copilot yeah, for it. Windows, right? I've heard a lot about it because it's it's been talked about a lot the last few days, but I have not experienced it. Okay, well, we're going to experience it, and I'll show it to you. I'll show you the UI. It's uh, it's relatively basic at this point, and, it, and it, it's probably intentional that it is. Uh, we'll we'll show you. We'll do a search and show you the interaction experience for that. And uh, that's where I'll get the panels help. Maybe they can give me something to search for. So everyone knows about Chat GPT and and Bing Chat and all these things that that have come out. You know, AI seems to be the the buzz phrase of of the day. And everyone is excited about it. I think I think even uh, Facebook got into the game today with some announcements, uh, and even about com- being competitive with Apple on the glasses front too. I don't know if anyone saw that too. That was interesting. Uh, the fact that they that they won't require battery packs or something. I don't know. It's very very interesting to see where they're going here. All right. Well, so. The big, the big uh, feature in this release is the Copilot for Windows. You access it through the use of a hotkey. That hotkey is Windows plus the letter C, as in Copilot. So I'm going to press Windows C. Windows C. Windows Copilot Preview. Frame list with two items. Frame list with two items. The most personal Windows 11 experience begins rolling out today. Vertical bar Windows experience log document. The most personal Windows 11 experience begins rolling out today. Vertical bar Windows experience log document. Ooh, I wonder if it... Virtual yeah. PC. The most personal Windows. The most personal... Ooh. The most personal... Same page link. I think it uh, did not focus. Settings. Yeah, I've noticed it has a lot of focus issues. Yes, so yes it does. Windows C again Windows 11 experience begins rolling out Windows C. I thought... Let's see. Windows C, Windows Copilot Pane, edit. There we go. Virtual PC. As you can see, it's a preview. It even calls itself that. List of one items. Um, List of one items nesting level Copilot with Bing Chat. Copilot with Bing Chat. So this is a web page. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a window that pops open. Uh, window C will show and hide the window. And uh, I'm just at the top of the window here. The top of with the window, it, it tells us... With Copilot with Bing Chat. If I arrow down, choose a conversation style. You can choose a conversation style. If you've gone to chat.bing.com, this will be very, very familiar to you. More creative radio button not checked. One of three. So more creative. More balanced radio button not checked. Two of three. More balanced. More precise radio button checked. Three and of three. more precise. I think we should go. Which one should we try, guys? You want to go more creative, more precise, more balanced? What do you want, Michael? What do you want? I want creative. You want creative? More precise radio, more more creative radio. All right. space, okay, so we'll that's scary. more creative radio button check. So we'll get there in a minute. Okay, so then you arrow down more, more here. Choose a conversation style. Clear your conversation and start an original and imaginative chat. Here are some things Copilot can help you do. And then it gives a, examples of things that it can do. Write code for a linked list structure and see with functionalities to add comma, delete comma, and find notes button. Yeah, that's a little too complex for this audience. We don't want to generate code right now, but. Michael Doeys might want to do that. Copilot uses AI to respond, comma, so mistakes are possible, M dash. So Copilot uses AI to respond, so there could be, you know, mistakes that it makes. Uh, so who knows? Send feedback button. And then there's a send feedback button. To help us improve, period. Link learn more. And then there's a learn more. Link terms of use. And a, link privacy and terms of use. Stop responding button, stop responding button, unavailable, stop responding, new topic button. Okay, so there's a new topic button, similar to the website. New topic. Edit. And then we get to an edit After field. So we're going to go into an edit field. What would you like to search for? Someone give me something to search for. Don't make it too crazy here. 
When did Main Menu start on ACB Radio? Oh, my God. I don't think it's going to know that. Do you? I don't know. I don't know how far back it goes. It's on the internet. It probably would give somebody else as the creator. Do you think it would know? Really? I have. Yeah, it's going to tell that Jeff Bishop started it, right? No, 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 no. It would not. That would. Well, it would lie then. Yes, it would. But it's done that before. So when did Main Menu start on ACB Radio? Sure, why not? Is that what we want? I don't think. I don't. I don't know. Let's see. All right. So we're going to press enter. Enter. And if you use narrator, actually, narrator actually announces the Ask me anything, dot, dot, dot. Um, status Edit. New topic. of the transaction. New top, stop responding I'm using button. JAWS right now. Zero progress bar indeterminate. Stop responding button. So it says it's, it's doing something. Zero progress bar. I'm just moving up. So there's no real way to you know, navigate from like answer to answer. You just basically have to move through the page to do that. List end nesting level two. Oh, look, it got an answer. Keyboard button collapsed. Let's see. Page when did main menu start on ACB radio question? So I did a page up. So that took, that was nice. It took me right where my question was. Searching for cold main menu ACB radio. Searching for cold generating answers for ellipsis. David Goldfield raised hand. Oh, David Goldfield wants to ask a question. All right, David, hold on a minute. Generating answers for ellipsis. Generating answers. Link according to. We were just talking about you, David, earlier. Link according to the ACB media network website. Link one colon comma. Main menu started on ACB Radio Mainstream on April 12th, 2000 period. It was the first program to air on ACB Radio Mainstream, and it is still going strong today, period. Very good. Yeah, April 12th, 2000. And that's interesting that it found it on ACB Media. Main menu started. I wonder why, why, why that why, is. What? Well, no. I'm, I don't know that. Now I wonder where it sourced that. Because well, I don't know but, that we have. Huh. Wouldn't that have come from ACB Radio? Well, there's a legacy broadcast well, up there, though. Maybe that's why. Yeah, but but that but that that doesn't reference a date. Link Main Menu is a show that covers technology from a blindness perspective, comma featuring news, comma interviews, comma reviews and hints from blind people around the world. Link one colon according to the ACB Media Network website. One period. Link you can listen to the latest episodes of Main Menu on the ACB Media Network website. Link that one colon like Main Menu is a show that covers data from what Yeah, I'm I'm very fascinated to find out where it where it crawled and found that information on the website that's very interesting <laughs> this this stuff amazes me at times let's uh let's take um marianne can we take david's question five colon three four p.m <clears throat> i think he has his hand raised he might yep. be mute yeah he might be muted still hey guys can you hear me now there we, we can go, hear man. you now okay hey, david Hey, You've been quite prolific today with all of your David, email, you, by the way. You provided me with more emails than I usually get in a day. I have yes. a habit of doing that. I know. It's cool. <laughs> so here's what I wanted to say. Um, I, I was working with uh, Copilot last night. Um, I have to say that the answer that you just got was far more accurate than what I got last night with my question. And ironically, my question was about a current Microsoft product. Um, but, <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So I asked it, um, how can I... Um, how can I use Copilot in Microsoft Word? I asked it three different times because I got three different responses. The first response told me to do a registry hack. Which I couldn't believe it was advising people. Wow, to do. that's crazy! I'm surprised they allow that to come. Yeah. Wow. I was too. the The second response, and I didn't even have the be creative mode. 
um, which is kind of funny. The second response, um, I forget what it was. It told me something else, but the third one said, oh, you, oh no, the, the second response said, yeah, go to Word, go to options proofing, and uh, you'll find it. And I didn't find it. So I asked it a third time and it said, oh, you need to sign up to be an office insider, which that answer actually made more sense to me than the previous. I don't two. think that's even accurate, though. It, I wouldn't be surprised because I don't think that's coming out <clears throat> until uh, and I and I could be wrong on these dates because, I, again, I don't <clears throat> I uh, it's unclear to me for for certain. I read but November. Co- yes, I November 1st. November 1st is when enterprise will gain access. I don't know what individuals will do, right? Like if for us, I don't know, can we pay the $30 per user um, and get access to it? I, I, I don't know. And would I pay $30 for that? I would want it. I would almost like a shareware version of, of try before you buy. You know, give me a give me a week to play with it so that I can determine whether or not I want to spend thirty dollars a month on this thing. Yes, I think I would as well. But um, but it lied very authoritatively to me. So oh, you know. don't doubt that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But but the thing I, I really wanted to tell you was regarding Copilot, uh, one area where I've had success uh, in the interface is using the microphone and just asking a question by voice. And what was cool is that it answers by voice in a similar, if not identical voice to uh, our old friend Cortana, who is, of course, being retired and for understandably good reasons. But... Um, if you use the uh, use microphone button, it it's mm-hmm. a little more uh, like having a conversation because you ask it a question. Microphone button. You just pause, right there. yeah, for a little bit, and within a few seconds, um, it provides an answer. Um, the problem is it's it's kind of hard. I instinctively want to press the control key to pause it, and of course you can <laughs> you can't do that, but um, but it's kind of cool. And it's it's really nice, and it does offer some limited access to your Windows, uh, your Windows uh, settings. Uh, I won't open programs for you. I tried to ask it. Okay, open Microsoft Word, and it basically said, you know, sorry, I can't open programs. Uh, but <laughs> what's odd is it gives a UI with a dialog that says, oh. Do, do you want to open Word? And there's like a yes or no link. And if you say yes, Weird. then it opens Word. So it's 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 in its infancy stages, but it's it's really cool. And I, I think it's going to be a great tool once it's uh, developed and the rough edges are worked out. So let's see. So we're screen sharing, David. And uh, of course, we're on Zoom. I don't know if I dare try the microphone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what would... I don't know what would happen. I, I might end Just up going away. I, well, you, you might be on your own then. I don't know. Um, let's see. Let's see. Should I do this? Did you do this with the virtual cursor on or off, uh, David? I believe with the virtual cursor on, actually, it should still button. work. Okay. So let's see. So let's see. Uh, Use microphone button. Space list. Use microphone. What will the weather be in Tucson next Wednesday? Oh, see, I don't think. Unlabel zero button. Oh, it should have. Searching for weather in Tucson next Wednesday. 
Interesting. According to the weather results from my search tool, Maximum the weather in Tucson next Wednesday, October 4th, 2023, will be sunny with a high temperature of 87 degrees Fahrenheit and a low temperature of 58 degrees Fahrenheit. There is no chance of precipitation and the sunrise time will be 6.23 a.m. and the sunset time will be 5.59 p.m. You can see more details about the weather forecast for Tucson on the following websites, weather.com, AccuWeather, or National Weather Service. Oh. I hope this helps you plan your day. Well, thank you. Now, that's it very did, interesting. It got you there. It just took a little to pull the information. Yeah, it, it's pretty slow, right? It's kind of yeah. it's kind of slow, but it, it works. It's slow um, to the point where you think that maybe is it or is it not going to work? You're sitting there yeah. waiting to see if it's going to do the next thing. Yeah, or not. that's that's very, very interesting. Uh, I'm going to have to get my coat out for next week, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to be a little... 90 i don't know i don't know if we can tolerate that here in arizona <laughs> cool okay david any other observations no i don't think so not about copilot i only worked with it for about maybe 15 minutes i, okay. I actually had the opposite reaction i didn't know that it would respond by voice so after i asked my query and i think i may have done something similar asking just about the weather i wasn't arrowing around looking for the response and i was oh, right. a, a little startled that all of a sudden i'm hearing cortana <laughs> yeah. saying yeah. oh yeah here you go and i'm like oh, that, that's kind of cool um no uh, but i did have one question about the narrator extensions because that i didn't know about until just mm -hmm. when you mentioned it mm -hmm. so i'm really intrigued by this and so is this kind of like the equivalent of a screen reader config file where you narrator can say, oh, you're running Outlook and this Outlook extension is going to allow me to handle Outlook with special maybe keystrokes or special prompts that otherwise we normally wouldn't have. And I guess where I'm going with this is can this be scripted externally by users and can we write scripts or extensions on our own for other apps even outside of of microsoft yeah um i don't i i i need to be a little careful because of i course. still am i still am um held to the things i knew at the time that i was there but what what, what i will tell you um and what uh, i'm going to put on my my old microsoft hat now <laughs> hold on let me get it okay it's on now uh and, nice and and just and just to, and just say that um you know really the purpose of this was to to you know enhance enhance the capability of uh windows enhancing windows right um allowing us to so for example um the outlook extension is basically the, basically the same uh feature set that we had before extensions got you know deployed where it would read the order of the of the information that as you would arrow through your inbox so you know in other words it, it would not be as verbose um you can turn the announcement of header columns on and off you know from to subject received by all those things right um that that's that's now done through an extension and then the work that's been done in excel um is is it's basically to enhance the capability of of the screen reader to to read and and in um you know in in a more um you, mm, 
productive way uh, while while you're inside of Excel itself. So, um, you know, it would be great. We, we probably should talk to the narrator team and try to get them to come on on, on main menu at some point. Um, and uh, it's it's going to be a, a little bit challenging for that because it's they're 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 uh, um, in a different part of the you know different part of the world now and so it it would be a little challenging to do that so that might take some some doing but we we, we can see what we can do about that david so okay thanks for we letting me hang to, out great show take good, good care. thanks man thanks david we might have to pre-record that yeah we might have to yeah although I, we'll although see. although if i bribe him enough you know send him <laughs> chocolate or something uh and uh because it would be pretty early for them um let's see so uh, there's an all new windows backup uh tool in in windows 11 there's um on all, on all new snipping tool which even will extract text from images it looks like is that accessible so they, uh i have not played with it okay. so i don't because it I hasn't been but i i, I think curious. i I, th I don't want to say for sure i think yeah. I, I think there's keystrokes to at least like copy a screen Mm -hmm. No, I, I have not tried this new capability though that allows you to snip text and stuff. I have not, I have not done that. Michael, did your uh, did your OS refresh yet? Did you get? It has not. Apparently, it was still downloading. But I did do a little bit more research to follow up because you know me, I can't just do one thing. I got to be multitasking. No, of course not. Yeah. So yeah. one do thing about, while I'm rambling. Well, you know, got to look like we know what we're talking about a little. Right. Bit. Exactly. So one thing about Bing and Copilot, if people didn't realize, and you may have heard Jeff gloss over it, is it said link one, link two. So it gave you links to the references where it found. Yeah. The so you can press enter on these things. Yep. Yeah. ACBmedia.org slash category slash mml is where it brought the information about the inaugural episode that uh and that's where bing got that information from oh my god who put that there i don't know that's it looks like it's the only episode in that category oh <laughs> oh that's fascinating it is yeah right it now. is oh it main is. menu legacy so it, it, it did right. pull yep. it from the main menu legacy yes. feed yes yep yeah so that's where it pulled it from okay well and that'll change enough. at some point but It'll, it will because we want to put a lot more in there. But, but right yeah, now, yeah. That's we've got to figure out how to automate that. That's going to yeah. be interesting to figure out how yeah. we uh, how we actually automate that process. So uh, there's a lot more to this release. Uh, a lot of enterprise like things. There's a there's a new um, Outlook mail client that's replacing Windows Mail. Yeah, and um, mm. I, I think personally that the that the Outlook app that comes in Office is probably the better better solution if you're a screen reader user at the at the at this time so um but i honestly have not played with the the outlook uh that outlook app the the brand new one that that's now rolling you know rolling out now in this release i have not played with in, in a very long time so um i don't want to i don't want to state anything you know definitively on that at all so i know that's that i'm going to continue to use outlook from the office suite personally that's where i'm going to be uh you know you know i think to. i will too yep all right um let's see uh why don't we see if there are any hands before we move on maybe we can move on to amazon next any hands uh i don't hear anybody raising hands pc 
And I'll stop screen sharing if I can get figure out where I am here. Settings. Experiment. Uh, uh, uh. Screen sharing meeting controls. Stop share left there. Okay, so I stopped sharing. So no one will hear me ramble now on with speech. So Michael, you did a uh, you did a whole segment on this uh, on uh, AMI, all about Amazon. You you actually I think covered all three of them um, over a three week period. Uh, do you want to give us a, a little bit of a hint on on what Amazon announced? Yeah, I certainly can give uh, a rundown. And see, Jeff, this is why we should prepare for this, or at least I should do a little bit more preparation hey, for but this. But you already have your notes from that other show. <laughs> exactly. I would have had my notes pulled up is where I was going with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can help, I can help you here. To give it the card away, there was no new A devices announced, except for this Home Hub thing, which is basically which is a... Interesting. There was a, uh, the 8-inch show or whatever that one's called. Oh, there was a show, yes. Okay. Yeah, it was a new, they got new software and stuff. So I don't know all the details, but there was one 8-inch show out of the, that lineup. Yeah, and the okay. Echo Hub, um, which is what Jeff was talking about, is... Uh, the it's an eight inch wall mounted device that what I think is really interesting about that is uh, it and the new show can determine if you are getting closer to it. So uh, it may not help someone with low vision, but I know, um, and it depends on how this is implemented. It can change the amount of information that's shared with people who are uh, looking at the device based on how you are, uh, how, how you're looking at it. It also has the infrared sensor in there in order to determine determine who uh, is or if people are actually getting closer to it. Uh, also, I don't know if you saw this, Jeff, but it has PoE. So if you have, let's say, a uh, Ethernet router or a router that's part of your network that's powered mm -hmm. over Ethernet, you can plug mm -hmm. it into this hub and power that device. So that was super cool. Oh, all right. And then, That's of course, it has an adaptive speaker that will adapt to the room based on your envi environment, and it'll be coming later this year. Uh, there was a new service called Emergency Assist. Do you want to explain that to people, Jeff? Oh, man. I'm kind of mad about that, actually, because they're, they're taking away the Amazon uh, A-Guard. I don't want to say it. I've got one right in front of me, so you will yammer at me. Um, which allowed you to like monitor for, you know, sounds in your environment. So if you were away, you know, and someone breaks a window or something, it would then alert you that someone, you know, tried to break into your house or whatever. But uh, yeah, they're discontinuing that. And now they're going to charge you, what is it? 595? 599. Yep. 599. 599 a month. Uh, and it, you'll be able to uh, call a, a, it doesn't call nine one one directly, apparently, right? It it no. it calls an intermediate intermediary, and they will then call nine one one on your behalf. I believe is how that works. Yep, and I believe you can also set it up to trigger a notification to a loved one if you actually use the service, so uh, everyone is informed of that. Hmm. So if you have an Apple Watch, uh, seems like you wouldn't need this service, or an iPhone for that matter. Yeah. I mean, because you could set up emergency contacts in your iPhone. Uh, or a blind shell. There's an SOS button on the back of the blind shell. So there's, well, there's a lot the of different shell. solutions. Now, what does it do? Does it call 911, the blind shell? You can, so it, it look at it as an 11th speed dial. So you can set it to call 911 or you can set it to call someone. Uh, what it does uniquely about it versus the other speed dials and 
I don't quite understand why it does this, but it sets your volume to 100% and then calls the person. So I'm, I'm not sure what that does, but that is the difference between using that and any other speed dial on the phone. Can you activate that with your voice as well, Blindshell? You, you cannot. You have to press and hold the button that's on the back of the phone directly below the camera. Okay, so someone with that had a blind shell, for example, and had fallen or gotten hurt, they could not activate their... I don't even right. know if you can do that with Siri, actually. Can you? I don't know. I'm not trying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good. All, all for the purposes of main menu, right? No, I'm not doing that. Uh-uh. That's I all have, I would need. To, for- yeah, you have to press something for Siri. She doesn't activate. Yeah. No, you can, do, you can do, hey, yes, lady. Right, but can you tell, hey, but, S lady, to call emergency services? And I, don't, I don't know. Know about that? Uh, I'm not hey, trying Larry, it. You want to try it? Go oh. ahead and try it, Larry. Get <laughs> back to us, will you? Usually, it's triggered on the watch, and if you don't respond after a minute, it will call for you. But but you can do that by by there's a number of ways by pressing buttons on your phone too, right? Like mm-hmm. if you press the side button five times or something, or if you press the volume up button and the side button five times or something yeah I mean, it's configure configurable yeah. yeah but if you're down for the count you're going to try and do that well, right no, and that's that's why we're saying can you trigger emergency services if you don't have a watch can you trigger emergency services with your voice that might be something we'll have to follow up on another thing they announced jeff are you interested in the new frames by amazon for 269 <laughs> no i know i am not but apparently they are, they're fashionable apparently okay yeah with a new designed audio architecture. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's $269. I, I no. I think I would buy the new the new aftershocks before I would buy uh those glasses. But they do come in seven different styles. So if that is important for you, then that's an option. Uh the sound bar for $119. I am intrigued by this. Now I am uh, intrigued by that. Does anyone has anyone gotten one? You can order it now. Really? I didn't know yeah. you could order those now. Yeah, you you can order it now. You can get it. In fact, it's shipping now. Huh. Don't tell Mallory that because she might go order it. It'll let you wirelessly connect to your TVs too. Um, it wasn't clear to me. Do you need the Fire Stick in order to wirelessly connect or will, will it wirelessly connect to any TV? I think it depends on whether or not you have a Fire TV, right? Yeah, and it is Bluetooth enabled, so you can Bluetooth audio to it. So it's not stuck to the Amazon ecosystem, but it is, it's really intriguing. And I think one will probably end up in my house now a little bit sooner than I anticipated because I thought it wasn't coming until October. Well, if you order okay. it now, they'll yeah. drop it in your front yard before the end of Main Menu. I know, with a drone. Uh, with a drone, yeah. <laughs> they'll just, yeah, drop they'll it on just your fly roof. It in. <laughs> yes. Now, now that brings us to what they announced as far as the A devices. So, did you want to talk about this, uh, Michael? The new voices? No, the new the new AI capability that's coming. Ah, uh, yeah, I do not have a lot of details on that. So, if you have more information, go for it. Jeff. Well, I don't have a lot. They, they 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 supposedly demonstrated it to you know people who were in the audience apparently, and. Uh, it's going to be rolling out to a, a device near you over the coming months. Um, I saw an article today that basically said that Amazon is is targeting to force everyone to subscribe to use your mm-hmm. A device. And if nobody ever saw that coming, then 
Mm. Uh, that was only a matter of time. And frankly, I'm actually shocked that it hasn't come to yeah. fruition already, to be honest with you. Would you, t Taylor, if you uh, were able to talk to your A device thing, uh, like ChatGPT or OpenAI and all those kind of fun things, would you pay a subscription to do it? Ooh, I don't know that I would, just because, I mean, it sounds awesome, but we already have that, you know, and other things. Like, look, at Copilot can do it. I mean, I even though it's not like a separate device, I don't know that I would pay for it. It just depends. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little, I, I don't think I would pay for it. It would depend on what it cost. Um, yeah. I don't think they're going to get away with $30 a month for it. No, but maybe that $0.99 cents to four ninety nine that might make a lot more people say, huh, you know, it is only a dollar a month, and, and it opens up all these other functionalities or something like that. That might get people to pay for it. I need to plug my Alexa device, uh, my A-Lady device in uh, to actually be able to pay for it. So that, that says something right there. They'd have to make her a lot more intelligent than she is right now in order for me to even consider it, because she's just, uh, let's just say she's different. Yes. Well, I think that can be said for all of them, though, right? Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I think Siri at times is brilliant, and other times it's uh, not so brilliant. You know, I, I asked it to uh, to to text someone, and it, and it ended up calling them at like six thirty in the morning, which was not pleasant. And I tried to hang up quickly enough, but it still rang his phone. So that's never fun. Um, yeah, I, you know, that's what you get though with you know artificial intelligence and it trying to interpret what it's here you know hearing and trying to make decisions based on patterns so it's just just kind of difficult um was there anything else that amazon announced i don't new flood I'm sure there was, if that's but, important to you and the uh extended range for your uh, blink security cameras so if you have your blink cameras all the mm. way in the back of your property you can mm. yeah yeah but that's it Wow. So it really was not that uh that interesting of a of an announcement this time. Now Google is set to be announcing things what October is it October third? Uh it might be the third. I thought it was third or sixth, fourth or something yeah, that, that week, I think. But we know that they're announcing the Pixel eight. Is it the Pixel eight? Yep. Yep. And we already know a price, apparently, and we know all the specs of it already it's already leaked and uh so we'll see what else they'll be announcing maybe they'll maybe they'll talk more ai maybe they'll come back with the google home min you know the the mini their little google alexa type thing they say uh, uh, they'll be live at 10 a.m on october 4th with new pixel devices and more surprises okay so yeah, stay tuned. Now, will there be? This is a good transition. Will there be an Apple event in October? Mm, I don't think so. There might no, be. I, yeah, there might be. The rumor is this, that that we'll see a new iPad, uh, an iPad Mini seventh uh, gen, coming out in the fall. Um, and there's been rumors of of new Macs, but now people are saying that they're pushed out till the spring with the M3 chip. All right. Well, we have about uh, about an hour left, which takes us into the the probably the the 
content that's probably going to take a bit to to get all the way through here and we, we probably want to show some of this um and that's to talk about all of the changes from the standpoint of uh of ios and mac os and of course the the, the new phones hey taylor um it's too bad michael isn't here because i don't think anybody else here has bought a 15 right i have not yet no can you mute and ask him to come to your mic would he be willing to do that i wonder uh i can see what i can do that would be inter- um, yeah. that would be interesting just to get his perspective on his phone on his new phone. Yeah, let me let me see what I can come up with. All right, that's fine. Don't worry about it if you can't. Um, so let's see. Apple announced all new iPhone 15s. Uh, that's both iPhone 15, 15 Max Pro and Pro uh, Max phones. Um, I think that I think the most exciting innovation on these is is of course the new action button. Michael, are you going to get one or? John or Larry, are you you guys gonna get one? I am I not. No, no I got a fourteen one. in earlier this year, so I'm gonna wait another year at least. And the other oh, exciting yeah. thing was the SBC. I mean, the uh, USBC. USBC. Yeah. yeah. Now, Marty, what do you what are your thoughts here? I know you're you're eager to get one of these, right? Yeah, I'm gonna get the 15 Pro Max, the big one. Um, I think you know it's somewhat of a good update. USBC by itself is pretty awesome you know one cable to charge most things i mean obviously there's still going to be some oddball things but the USB-C is great because it gives you capability to be able to do other things besides only charge like you can plug in a USB-C microphone or an interface or an external hard drive so you know um you can plug in uh, a large external hard drive like two terabyte four terabyte whatever as long as it's usb you can do it Mm-hmm. The the big thing is um, the transfer rate on the regular one opposed to the pro model is a little bit slower. So it's just something to note. The lower one models also are getting a dynamic island this time. Wait, do we know that for sure? I thought that the port that the USB C ports themselves were not, but that the the difference was the cable. Is that not true? Yeah, I heard that it was the port. Oh, fascinating. We'll have to see when it comes. Actually, yeah, that's it. That's that's it. Michael, do you know anything about that? I am frantically googling it to verify. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, 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 I will be getting one not immediately, uh, but in the next two to four months, I will be getting the. I'm thinking the four, 15 Pro Max, which will be my first Pro Max phone. Um, I'm intrigued by how that experience will be. And everyone who's checked it out says that though it's only a couple of millimeters, it feels substantially smaller and it feels a lot lighter than the 14 Pro Max. I'm real interested in checking that out. Yeah, I, I would love to be able to head over to, you know, like an AT&T store or a T-Mobile store or, uh, I mean, I could go to the Apple store, but it's 45 minutes from here. Um, and, and actually hold one in my hand. I think it would be interesting to just just see it and see what it, you know, see what it felt yeah. like in your hand. Yeah. Um, very, 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 very interesting. So, so according I, I, to the spec sheet, the 15 and 15 plus does have the USB 2.0 slower speeds. They do. Okay. Thank you, Marty. Okay. You were right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Because there is a cable though. There's a cable difference though too, right? There's a there's a $70 cable that Apple sells. 
Yeah, but I don't think that's going to change the speed, the maximum output speed of the port itself. Michael Doey's just signed in. Um, Marianne, can you can you move him to the presenter side? I already am, Jeff. Hello. Oh, hey, welcome. Oh, yeah, okay, there you are. I forgot that we sent you one. So I, I hope I hope it's okay. We just wanted to get because no one else here has it yet. And oh, we just sure. wanted to get someone's opinion on the the the, the iPhone 15 Pro Max and just your overall, you know, assessment of it. Sure. So I I think that the the 15 Pro Max is a, it's much lighter than the 14 Pro Max. It is definitely different. It is uh the, you know, the, interestingly, it's harder to tell the difference between the uh, aluminum on the on the 15 compared to the titanium on the on the 15 pro max whereas the stainless steel was very very different feeling uh it is lighter the uh, uh the batteries worked really well the speakers in my opinion seem a little different but it is it is generally a great experience uh you guys were talking about USB-C and it's it's been a pleasure just using all my other USB-C cables to charge this thing and we also did some some microphone testing and the microphone I'm on now I could have plugged into my iPhone and used with my iPhone instead of using it with an iPad or a computer and and I think that's really what is exciting about this phone is the fact that there are so more, many more options and things like that so um, you can plug it into the Vocaster 2 which I know is something yeah. that's been very popular in the blindness space um you know, for, for broadcasting and, and handling audio, uh, people have plugged in hard drives and mm -hmm. microphones and USB-C headphones as well. Yes. In fact, I think Apple sells, uh, you, yeah, yeah. So and if you want to go old school, like I do and use lightning headphones when you're out and about, so you don't lose your mm -hmm. AirPods pro, uh, when you're walking down the street or something, or, um, and you know, one thing that's neat is B uh, Apple sells the Beat Studio Pros, which come with a USB-C to USB-C cable. So you could plug that in and even charge your headphones from your iPhone while listening to music on the on the new iPhone. And you can charge your watch from your iPhone now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Your buds very, very, if you very need to. Yep. Yeah, they very, are. very cool. So there's so, there so many possibilities. Now, now, what's the difference between the the the, the cables that uh, that Apple offers? Right, there's the one that comes in the box, and then of course they they sell the. You bought one, right? The seventy dollar. I have not bought the seventy dollar cable. It is the USB C. Oh, you did not. Okay. USB three cable. I believe it's a bit thicker, and you know, I I'm assuming it's braided. I'm I'm not exactly sure. Right, but it's but for higher transfers, right? It is for much higher transfers. It goes from four hundred eighty megabit to. Uh, 10 gigabit so is that thunderbolt speed uh it's usb 3 speed i don't think it's considered thunderbolt quite yet i see i'm not sure okay okay cool okay while we have michael here maybe we should talk about something that people have been reporting not everybody but some people with the 15 and that's overheating and I don't oh, know yes. whether you've experienced that or have talked to anybody who's experienced I that. We should probably talk about that a, a bit. People. I have spoken to a few people who have experienced some heating on their phones. And there's been one general consensus about this, and that is 
people that are seeing heating problems on their phones, and this makes no sense to me why this would happen, but people that have experienced this have restored from a backup. And I've, I've, I've set my phone up as new. And my phone, I've been playing a few games, been on Zoom calls a lot, and I have not even, the, it hasn't even heated up at all. So, yeah, I wonder what the pattern is. Yeah, I don't know, but that the only, like everybody that's experienced this has restored from a backup. So we don't know exactly what the cause of this is, but the, what I read in an article is that what's causing this is uh, they've changed the way that the phone is built. So there's not as much area for heat to dissipate and titanium's a little bit of a different uh, material uh, for heat. So that's what they seem to be the cause. They think they could fix it with software, but we're, we're not sure. Hmm. Okay, cool. So everyone should go buy one, right? Is that what you're telling us, Michael? I, I mean, it just depends on what you want. Uh, it, it depends on what works best for you. I, if you want, if you like USB-C, if that's a must for you, this is a good phone to get. And and I just mean any of the of the fifteen lineup. Yeah. If yeah. you like, if you like the, uh, I, to me the speakers are a little louder. If you like that, this is the phone to go with. If you like the, if you're low vision, you like the video capabilities. That's you know the, the Pro Max is the way to go. It just depends on what you want. Now, one thing I have heard that uh, you may want to take note of is that this phone does appear to be a little more delicate. Mm. other phones um the, there are a lot of these stress tests show that it does not hold up as well the uh the um titanium uh coating that they the coating they put on top of the titanium scratches easily so uh i'm not going to use a case but i if if you were oh, i don't about, oh man you scare me whenever I, you say that to me all the time that you don't use a case and it just <laughs> frightens me man i don't know how you do it <laughs> I didn't know there were any people left on earth who, who I, that's well, amazing. Jonathan, Jonathan Mosen doesn't do it either. I know. Really? But, well, no, wow. he does not. No. I'm to me, I treat my phone as like, like my most prized possession. And so, so do I. That's why I put a case on it. <laughs> you know, a $25 case is a lot cheaper than a $300 entrance uh, deductible. Well, yeah, you got that right. It's called man. Apple care. There's no deductible with Apple care. Actually, I think there is for, is it like $30? Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's true. Well, maybe you'll convince me, Michael. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. But, but, but Apple Care is, you know, 200 and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I, well, you could pay $200 for it up front for two years or $10 a month. Right. And you can do the $10 a month indefinitely. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so if you keep your phone for four years, then. For the two-year plan, they email you 30 days before and your your warranty expires and ask if you want to continue monthly. I never got that email, by the way, so I had to call Apple Ooh, Care. Really? Yep. Yeah, that was kind of frightening. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We have a we have an iPhone 12 here at the house, and uh, it's still under Apple Care. Wow. Because we continue to pay the monthly fee. So, mm -hmm. yep. Because one of these days, someone's going to drop it, you know? One thing is, though, if you trade in your phone or you do something with it, make sure to turn that subscription off. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, they can do it for you too. If you should call. I've done that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just getting on hold and wait 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 and. The biggest piece of advice I can give you is make sure you have the serial number of the device. If you don't have that, you're in trouble. Right. Yeah. That that, that makes it much more difficult for them to. Michael, before we let you go, real quick, the the action button. Yes. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Can you tell us what that physically looks like? So physically, it's it doesn't look much different from the mute switch. It's a tiny button right above the volume up button. And it is, uh, it's very much the same size, but just not a rocker switch. It's just there and you can press it. If you press it, nothing happens. It will pop up a message on the screen that you do need to hold it down for the action to take place. And when you're setting up your iPhone, you get to pick what it does. And so I have mine set to magnifier and that's very useful. And then now there's a new option in control center for silent mode. So the action button can be set to only one thing at a time, but there's ways that you could use shortcuts to extend that. So you could add a menu to your action button to make a selection of items, or you can uh, use a focus mode, as was described to me, to, based on your focus mode, show a different menu or or things like that. So or a different action, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different things that you could do with just one press and hold of one button. So mm-hmm. that's what's exciting. And 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 think about this. If you have a problem with back tap, like where you tap the back of your phone yeah. to make things happen, the action button could be a real game changer for that. So I want to give an example before I, you know, turn it back over to you guys, but I I had some groceries delivered and the driver did not identify where they were. They just said I'm in a white whatever car. Well, I have a little bit of vision, but I don't have a lot. So I used my action button, brought up my magnifier and said, oh, there's some headlights on over there. It's a white car. Maybe I should just go walk over to that car in the garage. And that's probably them. So very helpful because I could just get to that right there. I didn't have to go look for my magnifier or tell Siri to open it. It was just right there. So. You know, you could even, if you have trouble pressing the side button three times, I bet you could even, well, you could set the accessibility shortcut for voiceover. Voiceover, yeah. 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 So there's there's a lot of options here. There's a there's a new shortcut that someone published today. I think, Marty, you posted that to the mm-hmm. to the technology chat group that we all are on. Yeah. And, that and was from that, Federico Vitici. Yeah. Yep. That allows you to basically, uh, you know, press and hold. And then if you do it within a few seconds of, of, uh, the the uh, first press it will do another shortcut so you can toggle between them. That's creative. Oh, That's creative. Very 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 that cool, right? Cool. Huh. Yeah. Jeff, doesn't Ira have a shortcut feature that you could trigger that? Because I wonder if you could set that button to trigger connecting you right to Ira. Um, I know they recently added Siri uh, shortcuts. I think. So Jenny, where are you? Views. Yeah, Janine, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> Let's call her and get her on main menu. We'll get everybody to show up. There we go. Um, I think I think that was announced in uh, one of their latest updates just a few weeks ago, actually. Yeah, so, so, so the, it could be a very creative accessibility tool and it could. Uh, innovation. It could. They're, they're saying that this is like the the biggest thing that has come to the iPhone in years. I don't know that I would claim that, but... It's, it's a change. It's, it's a cha- pretty it's a cool, though. Change. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Any other things you want to share with us, uh, Michael, before you uh, go off to coding land again? Because I know you're coding away tonight. Yeah, I'm working on some projects, but I just want to say thank you for having me. And oh, thank I you for, for being willing to jump on and talking with us. That's yeah, awesome. For sure. Yeah, for thanks. Sure. All right. Well, uh, Michael and Marty, do we want to want to dive into uh, the the? Well, let's see if there's any questions on the hardware first. Uh, if anyone has any questions, uh, feel free to raise your hand at any time, and we'll we'll yeah jump in and take your. Okay. Um, if anyone has any questions, simply raise your hand and we can, since Michael is here, if anyone wants to talk about the the new iPhone 15 models or anything that you want to ask about them specifically, then now would be the time since Michael is here. So if uh, if you have any comments and you know or questions, then go ahead and raise your hand. Um, Michael, while we're waiting for someone to, to do that, if there is anyone there, um, do you have any favorite features in iOS 17 that you enjoy? Oh, um, so I believe it or not, I think my favorite things, uh, are the new sounds. That's to me, that's really exciting. I, I yes. And they got taken away. Yes, they did. Somebody wasn't uh, communicating. <laughs> yeah, something happened there. I'm not sure what, but a new a new public beta came out. Uh, not public beta, but a, a developer beta came out today, mm-hmm. and the sounds are are have been they're they're no longer there, which is very very sad because I like those sounds. I do too. Yeah, that's yeah. that's why I'm not going to upgrade. Oh, you're going to upgrade? Oh, you I'm say, not on my not on my production phone. I won't be upgrading to the beta. No. Okay. Not on my production. Because while I'm working on apps, having to That's true, that's true. Room. You need to have a stable device. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, sold, you, you we turned in your... Change... Four... Oh, go ahead, Jeff. You've turned in your 14, though, right? I do, but I also have a 13 that, that's a test phone that I use. Okay, yeah, you're, you're safe. What were you going to say, Michael? I was going to say, now I don't use the whoosh sound to say that I sent an email. It's a more subtle sound, and it took me a little while to get used to... What, what was that noise? I don't under... Oh, that was me sending an email. Yeah, the sounds are much quieter now, um, which I think could be a problem for some people who are hard of hearing. So this could be a slight accessibility gap here. Um, but there are a ton, you know, if, you, if you're on iOS uh, 17.0.1 or 2, because 2 came out yesterday, uh, then you do have the sounds and the new ringtones and the new text tones. Um, give them a try and see if you find one that will that will work for you. I'm mainly concerned from the volume perspective on the notification sounds like sending mail and you know yeah. getting it getting a text message and those types of things. The ringtones themselves are are pretty loud and uh, mm-hmm. you know. But you can set most of your sounds back to the way they were. They're just in the classic. Yes, you can go to classic. Yep, yep. And they brought back in the in the new 17.1. They brought back the ability of restoring your custom ringtones and text tones that you purchased from the store too. I believe that that was a that was a gap in the 17.0 release. I think hmm. so. I don't have any of those that I purchased from the store. So for me, I actually have quite a few. So I don't use them. I bought them just because you bought them. I yeah, need to have them. And yeah, cool. And then I tried them. And, no, I'm going to just set it back. <laughs> Michael, have you played with uh, interactive widgets? 
I have not. I've I've downloaded. I know Waterminder has them. I just have not set up the widgets for that. So uh, the, the the one thing that you know, I, I'm have you guys talked about Sonoma? We have not. You want to talk about that for a minute? So the the there's a few things that I'm very interested to try out that I'm I've heard a bit about, and that's having i uh, widgets from your iPhone on your on your on your Mac. And that's the latest, you know, Mac OS update. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say 10 point whatever, but it's Mac OS 14. And um, there's there's quite a few new features, including something that I'm very interested in. And I heard about it in a podcast. It's a new app called screen sharing in the utilities folder. What? What is that? <laughs> it is basically... There's talk that there's going to be new ways to do screen sharing in macOS uh, Sonoma. And I'm still researching this. Uh, I opened up the app and I went to new connection and you could type in a, a an address or whatever. And it's very intriguing. I, I want to learn more. <laughs> uh, but you'll also be able to, to get your widgets on your desktop and in your notification area that are on your iPhone. So that's really exciting as well. Oh. There's also for low vision and and for sighted users, there's a way you can now click on a empty spot on your desktop and it will show your desktop so you can get to icons or images that are on your desktop and then bring your windows back into focus. So that's pretty nice as well. Hmm. Interesting. And I will say I have seen some of the widgets that are on my iPhone. I don't ask me how I got there because it well actually if you go up to the menu bar extra and you choose or yeah the menu bar extra and you choose the date and time um, you can also get there by VO and the letter O like Oscar um, that'll take you to the section where you can get to your widgets. I found the Waterminder widget and I'm like oh I can track my water on this interactive widget and move it to my desktop and I could not figure out how to move it to my desktop um, or how to actually access it if I was to drag it. So I'm intrigued by them and I think they're going to be very useful, especially since it'll bring over the widgets that are on your phone. Well, so getting back to the interactive widgets, I think part of the problem, Michael, you and I ran into this is, is knowing which ones are truly interactive <laughs> and which ones are not, and they're not very clearly labeled. Um, so that that's, that's somewhat problematic, right? It is. Um, and thank you to you for helping me figure that out. Because um, if you are a waterminder, if you are a waterminder user, it's specifically the ninth widget that is interactive. And mm -hmm. what's really nice about it, and someone said, well, why do I want interactive widgets? I can just tap on the widget and open the app and log my water. Well, now on my home screen, I have uh, one, two, three, four, five, five cups across the top. Um, and I know the one on the right are my two custom. There's a 12 ounce, which is specifically 12 ounce coffee cup, and then a 40 ounce, because that's my big cup of water that I try to drink one of at least a day. And so all I have to do is find that 12 ounce uh, button and tap on it. It plays a fancy little sound, and then 
that water's logged. I don't I don't have to do anything else. I don't have to swipe out of the uh, app to go back to the home screen. I can just go on with my day because that water has been automatically logged. If I had one complaint, because I like to complain about things, it does pause your media <laughs> when it plays the sound. I don't it know does. If it that, does. Yeah. Yes, I've noticed that. It does that. not resume it, it. And it does not. No, it does not. No, <laughs> no. That's something they could fix, though. But, That's definitely an easy fix for them. But I do have the overcast widget on my right below that one, so I just slide my finger down and hit resume. So, so now are you putting these on your home screen, or do you have them on the on the today screen? These are on my 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 first screen, the the number one page right now. I have the one number screen. one page. Okay, so yep. I'm putting my widgets on the on the today screen. Now, if if overcast has a resume button on the widget, then that's an interactive widget as well. Yep. Oh yeah, yep. overcast has your interactive widgets. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. There's a cool uh, little tip also, like when you're on the home screen, if you do a three finger swipe to the right all the way, there's that section where you can load up all of those widgets there. And once you choose the ones that you want and you have them, if you're on your lock screen, all you got to do is a three finger swipe to the right and automatically go to those widgets without having to unlock your phone or anything. It'll just go straight. Oh, wow. Oh, I've never, I don't, does that work? Hold on. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Hold on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. See? In, if you're on your lock screen, you can always intriguing. use widgets. Oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know I didn't even know that. Yeah, you learn something new every day. Oh, look at that. I love it. Now, Jeff, do you have any widgets on your lock screen? Because I just got into playing with that. I don't know how I got them on there, but I got widgets on there. Um, I, I don't have any right now. I do have things on my today's screen. So, in fact, I forgot to log my 40 ounces of water that I drank at work today. So, I just did. So, go me. Um, and uh, that worked. Thank you, Marty. That's awesome. That's yeah. that's even that's even faster than unlocking it and then swiping over there and doing that. I, I hmm, that's the thing you forget. I have to rethink my widget. Uh, situation because that yeah. is awesome. I just tried it on my phone too. Yeah, it works. N- n- now John was wondering something. John, you you do you want to bring up your thing about the about Waterminder that you and I were talking about? I'm trying to remember what it was now. Um, well, you asked about wine. Oh yeah, whether you could put other stuff in. <laughs> he there. would because <laughs> I don't see anything in there that allows you to do anything other than water and tea. Uh, I think that's it. I don't so think you can label a cup, right? You can't say this is a a, a a cup of wine or anything. I don't think the app lets you do that, right? It kind of defeats the purpose of the app, though, because it's water miner, right, wine right. miner. Exactly. It's, it's built on water. Well, they can have a sister app, Wine Reminder, you know? Well, I, I don't think people who drink that much need reminders. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I believe I remember where you could add custom levels of things and so you could add soda you could add you know different drinks i thought that was a thing that i remember. But can you label them there though yeah i know? believe you could because okay. the, because what it would do it, from last i remember is it would you know could calculate like if you have if you log a soda it would put how much water was in a soda but i could be, hmm. be wrong hmm. so the thing is uh, if you get this app it's called yeah, go ahead. Under the other cups, if you use the flicker, uh, the, the the picker, I said the flicker, but you flick up on it, uh, the yeah. 17th option is wine and the 18th option is liquor. So there is those oh, options. I, wow. I never got that. There you go, John. All right. Yeah. I'm going to leave main menu early. 
And if you want, John, if, if, if it's real important to you, you can add your wine glass as one of your widget cups because it'll save it there. So you don't even have <laughs> wow, to open the Wow, pretty cool. App. You can just tap on wine when you're done. Wow. This John is, is great. happy. We're never going to hear from him again. (laughs) (laughs) Main menu team has been depleted by one. By one, yes. 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 Holy smokes. Marianne, do we have any hands? I'm checking the stream. Has anyone checked the stream? Marianne, he's still here? She's probably doing laundry. There we go. Yep, we got you. We have no hands. Okay. Okay, I'm just checking the stream here. Larry. On either Clubhouse uh, or here in Zoom. Yeah, we still have yep. stream roughly working. 20, 25 people. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, all right. Um, Michael, we're, we're going to let you go because I know you need to, you wanted to get back to other projects, but thank you for uh, showing up and talking no to problem. us about your phone. That's awesome. All right. Very, very much appreciated. Not a problem. Thanks for having me, and I hope you yeah. guys enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Michael. Have a good day. All right. Does anyone else have any? I, I want to leave uh, about the last 10 or 15 minutes of the show because we're going we're gonna to talk about some very creative things that are happening in the, the technology area as it relates to allowing blind people to be more productive and independent um, and, uh, we, I, I want to promote something unless of course, Taylor, you don't want me to do that. Do no, you not want to feel talk free. About- it's almost okay. out. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Okay. So we're, so we're going to spend a bit of time at near the end of the show to, to talk about that, but are there any other, uh, cause a lot of people have talked about, you know, iOS 17 and all of that before. Are there any other major things that people wanted to talk about as far as features, uh, in this release? So for workflow, oh, go ahead, Marty. Go, Michael. Okay. okay, so I have no problem talking. So uh, the page the uh, page picker on iOS is a little bit different in 17, mm-hmm. and I find myself using this a thousand times more than I ever used Spotlight originally. So if you find the page picker, and it says one of X, mine says eight right now. Um, if you find that, uh, you can flick up and down, or you used to be able to double tap to move to the next page. Right. However, now if you double tap, it will bring up a keyboard, and what I do, so I am a Dexcom user, and I don't keep my Dexcom app on my home screen it's in my library and so what i do is i double tap on that page oh that surprises picker. me i tap the d the letter d i have a widget on my home screen jeff uh, i tap the d and that pops up dexcom g7 and i find it at the top and i split tap on that which means i find it with one finger and i tap my screen with another finger this mm-hmm. will then open the application right away um, which is really nice because you can open any of the applications on your phone and apparently have you tried this jeff because i learned the other day that you can now add calendar events from spotlight directly what yeah yeah okay. federico was right. talking about that on connected right. last okay. week so okay uh, something to play with okay marty do you have a favorite feature um let's see um i'm liking the new widgets they're pretty fun um i would say that's probably my favorite feature uh, people don't think it's a big deal but when you can do something right from the widget, not have to open up an app to make yeah, it much really faster, nice. I think that's a really 
really cool thing. And they did put out APIs. So a lot of developers are also building widgets, you know. So if you have a favorite app, check and see if they got a widget that will help your productivity at all. Yeah. Any of you using the new uh, Siri voices with the new faster rate of speech? I'm not. Nope. I have not nope. adjusted my Siri speech right. Me either. Okay. I, I did that because uh, I, I was I like being able to hear those things quicker. Um, so I, I moved it to 150%. And you can, uh, you can do that under settings accessibility and then in Siri. And you can adjust the, uh, the rate of Siri's voice, which is, uh, which is really nice. I did I find talk about it. a bug that I found. That, this is a kind of a voiceover sort of bug. I can let people know what's going on. Oh, we should on talk there. about this, actually. Yeah, go ahead, Marty. And then we'll get to you, Larry. So here's the thing. When you want to go and you want to move an icon or an app on your screen from one place to another, you would go to it. And if you're using voiceover, you would do a flick up to edit. And then you do a flick up again to move. And then you go where you want to drop it. Let's say you want to drop the app that you're moving, you know, in front of or behind the mail app. When you're Mm -hmm. flicking up, Either it will say, do you want to make a new folder? Do you want to drop it in front of the mail app? Or do you want to drop it behind the mail app? It doesn't matter what it says or which you pick. It always creates a new folder no matter what you do. And it's really annoying. It's really annoying. And this is really true if you're editing the dock, the bottom row of icons on the bottom. But it also happens on the home screen too. So it's extremely painful and it can make editing just really tedious yeah especially if you don't want things in a folder that's yes exactly larry you had a comment i did notice uh, uh after i got into ios 17 that before that there was a bug because i like to use ava because i enjoyed listening to her and she's not too bad in terms of being able to speak fairly quickly um that she did a bad job of reading time it wasn't 115 it was 15 minutes and 55 seconds or 15 hours, you know, and it was a bug. And so I wondered with iOS 17 if that had been fixed and it has. So now she reads time just like any other voice that you pick. And uh, so she's good to use. I've used several of the different voices and I like her a lot. And, And especially because that bug's been fixed. For those of you who uh, travel at night and uh, want to make sure that uh, you notify people when you get home and you're concerned about your safety and those type of things, there's a new iMessage feature, which can be found by tapping on the apps button when when you open up a new message and then tap on more on the bottom right and you go to check-in. You can configure that to show uh, basic information or full information and you can... uh, send that message to someone and your phone will automatically send them uh, information when you arrive home. If you do not arrive home and you do not answer your uh, check-in alert that will appear on your phone, then it will automatically start sending information to the person that you have set up the check-in for and they will get your position and your current battery status and of your device and a bunch of other uh, useful information. So it's just a yet another way that Apple is trying to uh, protect you um, in, uh, you know, you know, doing the things that you uh, need to do when you're using your devices. But, uh, 
Go ahead. There's another feature that Jeff told me about, uh, and I've been playing around with it too, under settings, messages, messages, apps. So if you've had a, a look under the application, the apps button in your iMessages, first of all, thank you, Apple, for hiding those under the applic- the apps button, because that used to be really irritating. Yes. Uh, but no now you can go in there and disable the apps that you don't want to see, but you can also reorganize the apps. So if there are some you want to see, including audio recording, you can drag those up and make sure that they're first in, in the order you want them. Yeah. Yep. You can you can put them in order or you can hide them or you can do all kinds of cool stuff there. Here's another feature that's really good. Mm-hmm. In the contacts app, if you want to share your contact with people, now when you hit the share button and you uh, you're, you'll get a pop-up window and it will allow you to choose which information you do or don't want to share with the person. So for example, if I'm going to send Jeff my contact card, but I absolutely do not want you to have my phone number, I can check or uncheck that. Maybe I don't want you to have my home address and I can check or uncheck that depending on what you want. So it's really cool that you can sh- decide from one card what you want to share and what you don't want to share. Now, I think that was in 16, though. Not the way this is. No, this is new. Hmm. I could have sworn that that was in... Maybe I've had 17 long enough, I forgot. But Yeah, because it used to be you would go to the share sheet and then it would just share your whole card. It didn't give you the editing option to choose what thing you wanted to check or uncheck Hmm. for sharing before. Yeah. And and, and now they have these... uh, posters as well contact posters yeah where you can change your photo and you can you know, have multiples of them and you can send people different versions of the poster and it's a visual mm-hmm. thing you can also like put two phones together and just trade contact cards yes name yes. drop right yeah that's yeah. cool mm-hmm. that's really cool uh uh apple has come into the year 2000 uh with their music app and now offers crossfading we've been doing that for <laughs> uh 30 plus years on the pc and uh, finally apple is uh you know what, what the heck they've they've come into the modern age i i'm i'm being a little facetious but uh <laughs> what do they say they say that you know they're not always first to the party but when they finally get yes, to but the they're, party they're the best at it no but they're not that's yeah, the problem. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, the crossfading is not very good. I mean, if you no. can get station playlist and it it's crossfading is unbelievable, right? Like it's 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 fantastic. Yeah. Uh as opposed to as opposed to I mean it's it's I don't know. I, I guess I shouldn't be this is their 1.0 release for crossfading. Maybe they'll fix it in 18 or 19. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll have a 2.0 crossfade, which will be I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I'm hoping that they, you know, with all with you know, once they put you know like a Cray processor in the iPhone that's a, you know that's the size of a thumbnail, then uh, they can do crossfading better. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, that would be interesting to find out. I wonder how powerful the M2 chip is compared to a Cray. Someone should Google that. We should. Hey, let's ask. Let's ask Copilot. I'll do that while we're talking. And <laughs> I will report this. I will it'll report. say. It'll say. What's a Cray? No, no, it should know what the cray is. You think is. so? Okay. No, I, I would, I would. Okay. Well, you didn't think you would know about ACB radio, either. Yeah, I forgot that we had that. I didn't think we had the date on that episode. Yeah. That was up there. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, you can leave voicemail if you use FaceTime now, and you also have live voicemail features now. So, if someone's leaving you a voicemail, you can read what they are saying on your screen, and you can answer the call anytime they're leaving the voicemail. 
So oh, that's cool. Cool. And then there's one other feature that I know that Michael, you can talk to because you've had experience with it. And and that is this new uh passkeys and password password groups feature. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was concerned. What was he going to throw me in? Uh, so yeah, uh, with iCloud Keychain and uh, longtime individuals who've, who've followed Unmute and other properties that I'm involved in uh, know that I have been an advocate of 1Password for the longest time. Well, my bill came around this year and I said, do I really want to pay for this? And I decided that I would jump full into the iCloud Keychain process and just log in with my iCloud Keychain. Well, one of the things that I use 1Password for is sharing passwords with some people um, and and sometimes they have passwords to logins that I don't want them to send to me, but they can share with me. So Demasi shared a uh, password group with me, and uh, he sent it to me via iMessages. I tapped on the button that was in the message well in the messages application, and it asked me if I wanted to join the shared group. I did choose to join the shared group. It showed me what passwords were going to be shared with me, and then it asked me if I wanted to pick any passwords that were already in my key chain to share into that group. I didn't pick any, but I hit the next button and the save button. And now if I go to one of the websites that he shared with me, when I down arrow on the Mac or I explore by touch above the keyboard, the password is right there and I just tap or split tap on it. And then that password is automatically entered into the web form or application that we're sharing. Um, and then he can revoke access to passwords that he shared. And if I shared any into that, I can revoke access to those passwords as well and it just it just works i have not tried the icloud control panel on windows to see how the password uh, management tools are on windows that's on my list of things to do when that elusive thing called free time comes up okay we have an answer on the cray question and i'm, I'm sorry to report apple that the uh, cray is much more powerful than the m2 chip i'm just saying <laughs> Substantial by by a substantial margin. So, I guess my point my point stands. When they get to the M twenty or something, then they can, you know. But it's it's. Uh, I can't believe how powerful the uh, the cray the most the latest cray is. It's. Uh, let's see here. I got to scroll here. Uh, the oh this it's amazing how it's amazing how much data you get on these questions uh it's over 300 times faster than the m2 chip wow yeah that's that's intense it's called the yep. shasta the newest cray is called the shasta so very interesting i think we yeah. got a raised hand okay let's take that raised hand yep you have 614 you may 614 that's got to be columbus right is that sheila Or Shirley? Is she unmute? Are they unmuted? She can unmute. Or he. I think it's. I just love Zoom. Not. You may unmute. Ah, it wouldn't let me unmute. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it is Shirley. It is Shirley. Yes, yep. I had to wait for the host to allow me to unmute it. Yeah. There you are. Um, How are you tonight? Okay, how are you, Jeff? 
Fantastic. We, we Better to hear your voice. We still need to communicate sometime soon. But we do. We do. Call yeah, Carrie. She I'll wants to hear from you. give me. you a call if that's okay one of these days. Yeah, sure. Anyway, um, we've run into a, a little bit of a quirk um, since my husband put 17 on his phone. Now, he is is using it um, as a sighted person rather than with voiceover. Sure. However, sure. Um, we... Um, We've always been able to check voicemail on our phones remotely, you know, like we can call in from the home phone um, and check it. And ever since he put 17 on, number one, uh, when you call his number, um, it goes to some type of a um, synthesized voice voicemail yeah, that's, system. That, yeah, that's live voicemail. Right. Rather than the message he put on. And I think because of that, they're probably in conjunction with each other. Um, it doesn't allow you. You used to be able to put in either star or pound or something if you were calling from another phone and then put in a password and you could check the voicemail on that phone. You could do it remotely like from the home phone. Mm -hmm. But I guess because it's going to that um, live um, visual voicemail or whatever it's called. I'm not sure if the two are working in conjunction with each other and not allowing us to go in with a password or what we have to do to change that. Okay, so, my, so um, uh, um, I have one piece of advice. You can turn live voicemail off so you can go into settings and in the phone settings and there is a right. live voicemail toggle. Tell him to turn that to off and then, and then, okay. try, call, and then try calling the phone number and seeing if it allows you to do it. In fact, okay, and like, you find it like where again, Jeff? Uh, go into settings. So you can ask Siri okay. to open settings or just go to settings and then. Yeah, right. I understand that. Okay. And then go, and then go to phone. And I believe it's in there. Okay. Uh, someone panelist. I just verified. Okay. All right. So there's a live voicemail toggle and you can toggle that to off. Okay. And, and that Thank you so much. It. Yeah, because uh, Apple's taking over the voicemail not your carrier that should fix it note though that there is a possibility that if anyone's left you a voicemail and you disable live voicemail you may lose those voice messages i don't think you do i've done i've toggled okay good i don't think you do okay very much appreciate that gentlemen thank sure. you so much and all of you have a good evening don't be a stranger call me this weekend if you want okay thank you i will sir thank okay. you so much don't call me sir okay. Okay. Right. Thank okay. you. Yeah, yeah, you Thank you, all of you. Okay, you Thank bet. you very much. Uh -huh. Sure. Bye. So, by default, then live voicemail is on, correct? In iOS seventeen. That's by, yes. by default. Okay. Yes. Uh -huh. Yep. Okay. My my phone is wrong, but I've answered it since I got iOS seventeen. So I will go back and look at that. We've got okay. about fifteen uh, minutes left. Yes. Okay. So, uh, it, before we move to Taylor's uh, announcement that we want to spend a bit of time on, because I think it's worthy of 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 the of the time um anyone have any last minute thoughts on on ios slash phone slash mac os slash all things apple uh the only other thing i wanted to say is um for for those wanting to learn more and we, this is going back a bit with our microsoft discussion really to learn the all the things that you want to learn about both voices and extensions and all the other improvements is, is as I mentioned, to look at the narrator user guide. If you didn't get a chance to, uh, and, and that will also describe to you in, in very uh, significant detail, the extension 
feature itself as well. Uh, that URL is aka.ms slash narrator guide, aka.ms slash narrator guide. And uh, you can you can go up there and read all about it. So, Jeff, okay. before we go to Taylor's announcement, the one thing that I'll mention that uh, came up on another call, and uh, some users are impacted by this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're finding that your double tap is not working as anticipated after upgrading to iOS 17, if you go to Settings, Accessibility, voiceover at the very bottom the last option is double tap timeout um, and i had a friend call me and tell me that his double tap timeout had gotten changed um, and so he needed to increase that to 0.5 uh, seconds and so if if it's not working as you anticipate it to try experimenting by adjusting that at the bottom of the voiceover settings yeah, I am very intrigued by this problem wow. because some people are having it and some people are not and i don't I know am. I yeah, am. Try increasing it. I bet oh, yours yes. went down to like 0.2 or 0.25. Yep, I'll bet it did. Yep. Yeah, uh, I noticed I it this afternoon. To so are you tapping it. it wrong, Larry, or No, what? I'm, I'm tapping it just as I was in earlier versions. Okay, I don't know. Huh. That's really... I don't understand the... Pro- I mean, it's one of these ones that's just... It baffles me. I mean, we were talking about this earlier today. I just... Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Try that report. Let us know, Larry. I'd be interested to know what you find on that. We'll interrupt ACB programming to let you know. Okay. Do that. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. I think do you that should on Tuesday topics. maybe unmute oh. it. No, no, no. I think do it on presents. do it on the double tap go. podcast. There that would go. make more <laughs> sense. Okay. You could just bring John, and he could be drinking wine. You could put it on him. <laughs> make sure he's logging it with his uh, <laughs> time widgets. I will. We will. We will title this show "Main Menu Wine Minder." <laughs> that's what we will do okay all right we got to get to taylor we're almost we're almost yes, done we do. let's get to taylor so i i, I just want to start by saying that that many of us uh are wordpress uh developers or at least wordpress developer wannabes uh or, or at least people who are managing wordpress sites and helping uh, many of the affiliates in acb um achieve being able to you know have their content uh be available. For example, I I drive the the work of the ACBDA um, affiliate, and um, I, I I'm proud to say that we've collected literally thousands of dollars through the work that I've done uh, in the in in generating Gravity Forms. And but I will say that it has not been a uh, a terrifically wonderful and delicious process especially if you have to go in and muck with the ordering of fields and uh i don't know about you michael but but that you know that is a that has been the bane of my existence in reference to um of of having to go you know honey uh can you come here I'll, i'll tell you what to do and oh my god if you click the wrong thing then you know things get deleted or that you know god knows what right and it's not anyone's fault because they're not used to doing things you know as a developer so you're trying to get them to help you and it's challenging you know what i mean so it's 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 just difficult at best so um michael i know you you and i have have repeatedly uh talked to the gravity forms team and said hey you know this isn't compliant we need to do something to, to to try to remedy this so that Blind people have equal access and can be as independent as sighted people. And and what are the answers that we're getting, Michael? We'll work on it, or we'll work on nothing. 
Nothing. <laughs> that's, yes. that's been the latest. Is nothing. Yeah. Si- sil- silence is gold. Or we don't no. care about accessibility. I got that one time. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yes. I've, okay. Okay. All right. I won't get too too overzealous here on that one. Wow. Wow. Okay. So Taylor, uh, Taylor is a, a a Jill of all trades. You wouldn't be a Jack, would you? You'd be a no. Jill of all trades. Is that what you would be? Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, so she's a, a, a developer and an account, you know, she's studying accounting and doing all kinds of fun things. So we gave her this challenge and Taylor, why don't you tell us what you did? So uh, I'll kind of have this, have this started. So, you know, Jeff and I, and Michael, we're all in a Zoom room and we were talking about all the problems with garbage forms. Jeff, I don't even know how it started, but then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I'll get to work. So what I did is I made it possible for blind people to be able to reorder gravity form fields. So the first thing is, is you install a plugin and it's called gravity forms, accessibility enhancements. You know, the name of it is it will enhance gravity forms. And yes, I plan to do more updates to make gravity forms even better because there are still things that I don't like about it. So I will fix that. But anyways, uh, the first version will literally focus on reordering form fields. So you go open the menu and then you find the sub menu that has GF accessibility enhancements. That's what it's called. You click on it. And then the first combo box is you select your field. And then when you select your, uh, sorry, your form. And then when you select your form, I don't know, let's say you do like uh, ACB donation form. I'm just making up some stuff. From there, there will be two different uh sets of combo boxes sort of say like a target and destination so you know you could say okay move field you know to and then for example like uh i don't know i want to move email above name or for example so i could just do that with the move up and move down buttons i am still working on it and i hope to have it out in the uh, next couple days that's that's awesome so right so you can select the the, the the target and the destination and then tell it to move above or below the target and yep. uh yeah it's, it's 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 fantastic and it's fast and efficient and uh it, it, it really works. adds a level of independence that that we haven't had before so it's and there's uh, even it's, an order preview as well so you can see how the yeah. order looks before you save it yeah and 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 the cool thing here is is that, that it's the community making a difference for the community and uh so when this is out, we'll, we'll promote the heck out of it and and make sure people are aware of it. And uh, you know, we should re- we should reward good work for sure. So I just wanted I just wanted to to spend a little bit of time. Uh, do you have any comments about it, Michael? I know you've used it too. I will say it is magic, and and I really appreciate it because, uh, like Jeff, I will call one of the boys in, or I'll I'll screen share with Ira and say, "Hey, can you move this field over here?" My average Ira call to get a form field moved is two minutes, and the most longest part of that is having an Ira getting an Ira agent a username and password to log in, um, because I'll send them a direct link to the form. They'll just use their mouse, make a quick change, hit the save button, and then I'll verify that it works. Now I don't even have to do that. I can just log in, uh, make the changes I need to make, hit save, and guess what? It it reflects that. And and it's a very freeing feeling to know, hey, I don't have to bring in a third party <laughs> to be able to make the changes to this form. If, let's say, a membership committee comes to me and says, hey, you know, we'd like to add this 
question. And we want it to go between these two fields. Whenever yeah. I get that email, I walk away from my computer. I'm like, I can't do this right now. I, I, yeah, I, 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 exactly. It's frustrating. And now I don't have to worry about that anymore. We, 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 we had to make a bunch of changes to the membership form for ACBDA. And then we also had to make a bunch of changes to the donation form because they wanted to add a bunch of other things to it. And before that, we got this thing from Taylor. I was like, oh my God, that's going to be just painful. I'm going to have to like call my son <laughs> and, and like, or, or, or like start over and rebuild the stupid thing. And like, oh, it's just going to take hours of my time. And I got this plug in. I'm like, yeah, here, boom, 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 boom. And it was done in like 10 minutes. It's like, oh my God. It was, it was like Christmas day. It was nice. Yes. So yes. thank you, Taylor. Thank you very, very much. Um, we only have just a couple of minutes left. And uh, do we have any hands either in Zoom or Clubhouse? We haven't heard from Bell all night. No, we do not. Okay. Just to remind everybody, uh, next month we're going to be having um, uh, Vespero on. Ryan Jones is going to be joining us to give us the latest updates on all things uh, Fusion and JAWS for Windows uh, version 2024. And I'm sure they'll have some information about their contest. I think the contest should be going through that date, right? Do you know, Larry? I do not. It, it goes okay, through November. Uh, yeah, so they'll still be going on. Okay, so he'll give us an update on the contest so that if people want to uh, you know, chime in on that, then he can fill you in on that. And then we'll have that special hour where we're going to devote some time and and uh, talk about someone that has that has greatly participated both here on uh, ACB Media or ACB Radio, as well as in other circles who has had an, a, a very substantial influence on the, the blindness community. And uh, trust me when I say, when you hear the voice once, you'll know who exactly I'm talking about. We won't even have to tell you the name. And we'll, we'll fill you in more on that in the next week or two, because we're gonna need your help. So stay tuned for that. Any other comments before we get out of here, guys? Besides thanking everybody for participating, thanks, Marianne thanks to Marianne and Bell, and Bell and, yeah, and everybody can who's been welcome. involved with this. This has been been a fun show, fun, lots of work, and we enjoyed it. Yeah, I know John's going to go uh, pour his glass of wine and make sure to double tap, double tap only once, John, <laughs> on uh, filling your. Uh, I usually your, double your tap on Fridays. What I usually double tap on Fridays and. Tuesdays. But you're so. retired now. You can do it yeah, every day of the right. week now. That's true. See? I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't be encouraging that, right? Nope. Is that, nope. Is that, nope. But you can track that. it now with Waterminder. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can track your... your, your, your yeah, exactly. I bet they never had that in mind when they created the app. Oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> Maybe the developers that, did. Yes, I was going to say, the developers, I'm sure that's probably how they got through the development process of yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Waterminder. I'm sure they did. They probably had Beerminder going, actually. You know? <laughs> they probably had that, too. I don't know. I don't know. So, all right. Well, we'll see everybody in October. And don't forget the uh, the ACB board meeting coming up this weekend. So if you're uh, going to be around and want to tune into that, that will be on, I think, ACB Media 6, right? Uh, yes. ACB okay. Media 6, yes. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. See you Thanks next month. Good night. Not at all.